Shine podcast. My name is Stephanie Medina and I help determined women heal from their past and upgrade their mindset so they can shine in their life and their business. Are you ready to shine? Well, let's do this. Hello, I hope you are having a fantastic day today. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the She's Determined to Shine podcast. I'm so happy that you are here. So today we're talking about taming that inner unkind and sometimes downright cruel voice known as the inner critic. You know that voice in your head that likes to pop up and tell you things like, I'm not good enough. I'm doing it wrong. That was stupid. I look terrible today. It's not possible for me. Why bother? I'll just fail. And on and on and on. I used to be overwhelmed by the amount of negative thoughts that popped up in my head throughout the day. I was straight out bully to myself and it caused me to put limitations on myself over and over again. I mean, I don't think there has been anyone on the face of this planet that has ever talked to me as badly as I have. You know, in ways I would never, ever talk to anyone else, let alone someone I love. My relationship with myself, it's come a long way. I now have a deep sense of love and I've learned to tame that inner me voice More often than not, I have a visit from my inner cheer squad. But like even back a year ago, I was constantly plagued with this self-doubt and critical thinking and just the general feeling of unease. But you know what really shocked me though? Throughout my study to become a rapid transformation therapy practitioner, we were taught by the founder Marissa Pierre on the rules of the mind. And what I discovered is the mind is just trying to protect you. Even though it seems weird, your inner dialogue is actually trying to protect you. And, you know, it kind of feels opposite. So what are some of the rules of the mind? One I found fascinating was this. The mind works to move you from pain to pleasure. Sounds weird, right? If the mind wants me to move from pain to pleasure, then why do I have all these mean thoughts in my head telling me I can't do something when I really want to do it? It seems backwards. But it does make sense. Picture this. Say you want to get up and give a speech. But everything inside of you does not want to do it. You doubt yourself, you start to get shaky and your voice starts to tremble. You look for excuses to get out of it. You start to worry if your hair looks good or if your outfit is okay. You might start worrying about if if you're going to trip or you mess up your words. What if everyone hates what you have to say? And do not even get me started on the whole imposter syndrome thing. That's a discussion for another day. But this all brings me to another rule of the mind, which is that the mind always does what it thinks you want it to do. So if your mind is picking up on all the signals that you don't want to do something, or you don't feel good enough, even if you really want to be able to do that thing, it's going to give you all of the above symptoms or maybe some other symptoms, maybe like feeling unwell or something like that to keep you safe, to keep you protected because it wants to keep you alive. That's its job. Even if standing on stage and speaking doesn't actually put you in any real danger, the response is still the same. It is moving you from pain to pleasure by trying to get you out of it, even if it's not the pleasure you technically want. But you can get past all of that and reprogram your mind. If I've been able to come from such a broken state 
to thriving and experiencing such a deep level of self-belief and self-love, then literally everyone can. It's helped me to see failure in a different light. Because now I don't see failure as I failed. I see it as lessons learned and redirection towards my desired path and outcome. Failure is inevitable. But the meaning we attach to it has the ability to either throw us completely off course, doubt ourselves and bring out the inner mean girl inside us, or it can propel us forward and help us to, to be even more prepared for what we desire. It's a decision to believe that life is always happening for us, not against us. And to top it all off, it has helped me to believe that all I want for myself, all that I deeply desire, is available for me right now. And I can courageously pursue it without guilt and a hell of a lot less fear. And can I again just remind you that all of that is available for you too. I know everyone says that they aren't special and if I can do it, then anyone can do it. But I deeply believe this. I wasn't special. In fact, in my mind, I was pretty freaking worthless. And my value always depended on others' opinions and how I looked. But I love that I can stand true as who I am and just shine my light exactly as I am. People can love it, hate it, or not even care. <laughs> That's totally okay with me. Because I know I am enough. I believe I am worthy and I know I am lovable. This all took time to realize, but I know this now. All these things that I never used to believe, they held me back. But here's the thing. When you upgrade your mindset, everything else upgrades too. I think we are so often stuck in the doing phase. We're forcing things. We don't want to feel certain things. And we really, really want that outcome. That we're really diving deep on the, the mindset kind of stuff. Kind of feels like a bit of a waste of time. I know that for years I kind of dabbled in mindset. But my biggest focus was always the doing part. Clients who came to me, for the most part, wanted to, the how-tos. When I worked with other people, I also wanted the how-tos. I wanted that direct path to the thing I wanted but we have all seen that picture of what success really looks like when it's like all over the place and it takes like a lot of redirects before you get to the place you want it's not that straight line that we all sort of envision when we first start out the mindset stuff feels like it's going around the problem like it's going to take longer like it's just fluff work like it's the stuff you do when you want to feel like you're doing the work, but really you are just procrastinating, avoiding the, the important things that you really need to do. In a way, it's kind of like, okay, if I achieve X, Y, Z, then I will be good enough and I will have whatever the outcome is and that is going to make me happy, boost my self-esteem and I will feel worthy. But if I flipped it and decided I was already good enough and elevated my mindset, then getting the physical side of things to develop and reach the goal is going to be so much easier. Because when you are working towards something that stirs up your limiting beliefs, your fear and your self-doubt, there is really only going to be a limited amount of time before your inner critic starts jumping in too and you physically start backing out. Your mind is incredibly powerful. So you really need to use it to your advantage. That's not to say that you can't push through some ickiness or being uncomfortable, but the path of least resistance is always going to be through your mindset first and foremost 
and it was the element I waited way too long to focus on. And it was the element that has made the biggest difference for me. The doing comes after and during, but not in place of the mindset work. Yes, the doing, the actions, they're all important. But that mindset work needs to be the core foundation. Upgrade your mindset, do the deep healing work, and everything else will rise to match. The action becomes clearer, the decision-making is easier, and the results happen with so much more ease. So what are some things you can do to tame that inner critic and start getting her to be your chair squad? Well, first and foremost, can we please, 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 please stop thinking that we have to have it together all of the time? That's really hard work. And to be honest, I find forced positive thinking exhausting, useless, and frustrating. To me, it's kind of like putting a band-aid over the problem and not addressing the heart of it. So take note of what comes up. I think too often we're so fast to dismiss the thoughts and fears that come up. But the problem is, when you keep pushing them aside, you push them down deep, they are still going to be hanging around, lurking and driving your actions a lot of the time. When we don't deal with these feelings, self-sabotage likes to rear its ugly head, whether it's procrastination, perfectionism, freaking out and doubting yourself. However it manifests, it's probably going to show up if it's not dealt with properly. So give yourself some time to feel and explore where they're coming from. Write them out, spend some time thinking, talk it out, whatever works for you. I do a combination of all three and my coach has me journaling every single day because that's how important it is to work through these thoughts and feelings that come up. For me, prayer and giving my worries to God is such a big part of dealing with things. Find what works for you and then do it consistently. Consistency is everything. But it's also important to start looking for evidence that these thoughts and feelings that keep coming up might not be true. Because while our beliefs and thoughts feel true to us, it doesn't mean they are fact. You might not feel good enough to achieve the things you really deeply desire, but the thing is we are all enough just by being here right now. It's your birthright. You get to just be enough. It's not something earned and it's not something you lose. It doesn't depend on your wins or fails or your mistakes or your triumphs. It's your right. So you get to just stand strong in that. Sometimes when we're taking a big leap, you might be working towards something you've never personally achieved before. And if that's the case, and it actually helps to find someone who was in a similar position to you and has already achieved what you want. This starts to show you that it's possible for you to. When we believe something is possible for us, it is easier for the mind to believe that you can achieve it and the actions match up to the desire. Another thing I like to do is imagine acknowledging the thoughts that come up, the fear, the doubt, the uncertainty, but then gently closing the door to them and just reminding my inner critic that while I hear what it's saying and I know it's trying to protect me, then I'm just not open for that. And I just say no. While my brain might be trying to protect me, this version of protecting me is stopping me from doing the stuff I actually really, really want to do down deep. Ultimately, it's a disservice. So by gently and lovingly saying no and calmly shutting the hypothetical door, I'm telling my mind that that's not what I want and I can begin to think in general on the things I do want. And you know what? 
I want you to start treating yourself like you would your daughter, your mum, your sister, your best friend and auntie, like the person you love so dearly that you could never imagine ever saying hurtful and soul-crushing things to. If it's not good enough dialogue for someone you deeply love, then it's not good enough for you. Because if you don't have great love for yourself now, this is most definitely a great place to begin. Even if you don't believe right now that you deserve your own love, I promise you that you do. And you need to decide that it's no longer acceptable to put yourself down or fill your mind with hurtful words. But it is acceptable to give extra compassion, kindness, and even self-acceptance if the love thing just isn't quite there yet. Another tool I use is affirmations. You've probably heard of them or even practice using them yourself. I love affirmations. They work really well if it feels possible to you. And through repetition, it works amazingly to manifest the outcome you desire. One affirmation that I um, am super passionate about and really built my entire business around is I am enough exactly as I am. I am worthy, I am valuable, and I'm lovable. You say your affirmation daily, twice daily, as often as you can. Another rule of the mind is that the brain learns through repetition. So use it to your advantage. Say it as much as you can, have it everywhere. Live it, breathe it, love it. Just make it so much part of your reality that your mind is like, hold up, this must be true because she is, she, she's just thinking about it nonstop. It just has to be true. Sometimes it can be a struggle to use the I am part if it feels too far away from reality. If I said, I am incredibly wealthy and have more than enough money than I know what to do with, well, that's probably going to feel unlikely. But if I said having wealth is available to me, that's going to feel more believable and it makes it easier for the mind to accept. Again, it's about the path of least resistance. If when you are saying it, the mind is going, no way, hold up, that's not true, the then the affirmations aren't going to be as powerful. It needs to be something that the brain can accept and believe is true. And then to say it all the time. And the last one that I'm going to share today, which I love, is tricking your brain. I, um, I learned this while finishing my rapid transformation study and I get my daughter to use it all the time. So she was experiencing a lot of anxiety and tummy aches and her big feelings were becoming um, a lot for her to deal with. I also use it all the time as well, um, like if I'm working out or if I'm nervous or whenever I really want to do something, but you know, that fear starts kicking in, you might be starting to <laughs> doubt yourself a little bit. Um, so what you do is start saying, I love doing this. I love working my body. It feels amazing. It thrills me, excites me. I love it. I love the pain. I welcome it. This is fantastic. This feels so good. And it really, really works. Even just seeing my daughter's progress from me reminding about how much she loves it, how capable she is, the results have been amazing. Because again, the dialogue we have with, our, with ourselves is so incredibly powerful and we just need to train our mind to use our thoughts to our advantage. Give it a try next time you're in an uncomfortable position and let me know how you go. The more you do this, the easier it becomes. And while I've made a lot of progress doing that exercise and all the other things I've mentioned, nothing has really compared to getting in and finding the root cause, healing it, and then reprogramming my mind for success. 
when you do that you can use the other tools to, to support you but it makes such a massive massive difference experiencing rapid transformation therapy and now being able to heal and help other women thrive is an absolute blessing as a coach i felt like there was something missing i'd experienced so much up leveling growth and involving but i knew when i worked with women they didn't have 20 plus years to get a real and tangible outcome so when i discovered Aditi, i was just like holy shit they were literal tears and I just knew this was a thing to make the biggest difference in people's lives and create real and lasting change. And it really has been um, such a big difference in my life, such an enormous impact on me. Healing some really deep stuff that I will share with you later, um, you know, helping me courageously pursue my dreams, allowing me to love myself, trust myself and know without a shadow of a doubt that I am enough. I'm just so excited to be offering it as part of my services. And if you believe that it is something that might help you, or if you would like to find out more about it, then let's connect. I'm always here to help. I'll have the details on how you can reach me in the show notes. Oh, and remember to check out our private and free She's Determined Shine community Facebook group while you're there. Well, that's it for today. I cannot wait to meet you in the next episode. And until then, shine on, lovely. Thank you for listening to this episode of the She's Determined to Shine podcast. I really appreciate you being here. And if you're looking for a supportive community of women dreaming big and making over their mindset, then join us in the She's Determined to Shine community group over on Facebook. And while you're here, please remember to rate and subscribe. Thanks again. I'll talk to you in the next episode.